Praise God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Father, we do bless you and honor you this morning. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you that the hand of the Lord, the anointing of Almighty God for me to proclaim truth, it's upon me. And on the other end, there's great understanding being given to everybody here and that no one shall leave here like they came in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. Praise God. Children be dismissed for Children's Church. Praise God. Y'all give them a hand as they go. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, this morning, I want to expose the Lord. I'm going to tell off on him. I know something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. We're going to reveal our God this morning. John 3, 16 said, For God so loved. Do you know? It's done come to the light. The light's been shined on it. What is it? God's in love. God's so in love. Hallelujah. God so loved that he gave. Now, Romans 5, 8, hallelujah, said God commended his love towards us while we was yet sinners. Christ died for us. He commended or he approved. This is his approval. This is his demonstration of how much he loved you. While you was yet a heathen, while you was yet a sinner, while you was yet unworthy, unrighteous, unholy, everything against God, hallelujah, while you was in that shape, God loved you so much he sent his only begotten son. That's the proof of his love. Now, Romans 5, 8, Phillips translation, New English Bible, Barclay, Baptist theologian, Wayman, they all translated it this way. But God gives proof of his love to us. Now, he gives proof to us of his love to us in Christ dying for us while we were yet sinners. Now, while he was yet, now, let me tell you something. The truth's out on God. The truth's out on him. It ain't no use trying to hide this no more. It's been exposed. It was exposed on an old rugged cross, on a hill called Calvary, on Mount Golgotha, blessed God. God gave his only begotten son, the only one of its kind. There was no more like him. Wasn't no more like him. He had one. Hallelujah. The second person of the Trinity. Hallelujah. You know the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, they're one God. We don't have two or three God. We got one God. God gave of himself. God gave of God to get you. He planted a seed while you was yet unworthy. See, now, if you get a hold of that, I was unworthy. I was unrighteous. I was unsanctified. Here I was. I was outside the covenant. I didn't even have a covenant. We, we that are Gentile did not even have a covenant. We didn't even have any rights. 
We was outside of everything of God. You know, it talks over there in Corinthians, you were this, you were that, you were a fornicator, you was an adulterer, you was a liar, you was that, you was that. And most people get centered up on what all that is. But then in the next verse he said, but now you're washed. But now you're clean. But now you're sanctified. How did God do that? Through the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you right now, God took the responsibility for man and he's the only one could have set it straight. You could have been the best fellow in the world and you still busted hell wide open. You could have done anything. It ain't nothing you could do that would have been pleasing to God. Hallelujah. How come you pleasing to God? Because of Jesus. See, he said, now I am well pleasing. Now listen to this again. But God gives proof of his love to us in Christ dying for us. When? While we were still sinners. Praise God. Praise God. The truth's out on God. God's in love. God expresses his nature. In 1 John 4, 8, said God is love. That's who he is. He ain't hate. He ain't violent. What is God? He's love. What's he like? He's in love. Ha, ha, ha. Every time he thinks about you, he giggles. You know, he said he sat in heaven in derisions. What's he talking about? He's talking about derision. He's laughing. Bless God, that's my gal. That's my boy. That's my bride right there. That's him right there. I'm in love. Praise God. I ain't going to buy him nothing. I'm going to give him everything I got. Not going to. He already has. Praise God. You know, Jesus said, I'm going away to prepare for you a place. How many of you know he's done prepared for you a place? He's already got one set aside for you. Bless God, if he's got one set aside in the heavenly realm, you can have one right here in this realm, praise God. Can you say amen? For God's in love. Man, we're going to expose God. We're going to tell it on him. You ever heard that song, Go Tell It on the Mountain? Hallelujah. Jesus Christ's in love, praise God. 1 John 4, 8 said, God is love. Hallelujah. You know how God's love is, is shown? He gave. Love's a giver. Love ain't looking for, uh, for something he can take. Love's a giver. He wants to give. Do you know the love of God shed abroad in your heart? See, God wants us to be sowers, givers. Praise God. He said, if you'll sow... Uh, 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 to the spirit, you'll reap of the spirit of everlasting life. But if you sow to the flesh, you'll reap, see, corruption. Amen. So God is love. God's divine will. God's divine choice. Amen. God's personal will was expressed in him giving his only begotten son. First John 4. The ninth verse. In this was manifested the love of God towards us. How? Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Tenth verse. Here ends love. Here it is. 
See, a lot of people try to t- quote one of the Ten Commandments. Love thy God with all thy heart and all thy soul. Well, that's Old Covenant. That's not the New Covenant. The New Covenant, he, we have one commandment. What is it? To love thy neighbor as I have loved you. See, we've got to love a God shed abroad in our heart. Praise God. He said, by this all men will know you're my disciples. How come? You, you, you acting like God. What did God do? God was willing to rectify everything against man. Do you know Jesus Christ broke down the middle wall between God and man? Ain't nothing stands between you and God now. Including your sin and your failure and everything that you've done. Praise God. Praise God. So, in this was manifested the love of God towards us because God sent His only begotten Son. Tenth verse. Here in His love, not that we love God, but that He loved us. Not that we love God. Well, you got to love God with all your heart. That was Old Testament commandment. God's put something in your heart. Your faith needs to stand in how much God loves you. Your faith needs to be in how much God's in love. Well, how am I going to find that out? He's got proof. There's proof that Jesus died for you. Praise God. Praise God. He said, here, in the, here is love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be a propitiation for our sins. That means a sacrificial death. Do you know on the cross, Jesus Christ became sin for us who knew no sin, that we might become the very righteousness and holiness of Almighty God. Do you know you're so righteous and holy right now? A righteous, holy God lives in you. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. God don't live in an unholy vessel. Well, I'm trying to get better all the time. Well, you, you can't make it. God's already made you what he wants. He's done made him a vessel he can live in. You ever read where he said, your body is now the temple of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Praise God. So there was a sacrificial death. Jesus Christ, now listen to this statement. Jesus Christ destroyed the power of sin to separate you from Almighty God. He destroyed the power of sin. Sin can't separate you. Ain't nothing can separate you from the power of God. Do you know I looked up the word nothing in the Greek to see what it actually means? How many of you want to know what it meant? Nothing meant nothing. Ain't that something? He said in Romans... 8.39, nothing can separate you from the love of Almighty God. Nothing. He lists heights, depths, sight, anything, demons, everything in the world. Uh, uh, If nothing can, that includes your failure. Do you know what sin is in the New Testament? It's missing the mark. Hallelujah. You ain't trying to miss the mark. I know folks has failed and said things wrong. I know folks has, has done things wrong since they've been saved. But that ain't going to separate you from the love of Almighty God. Can you say amen? Praise God. Praise God. 
Turn with me, if you will, to he, uh, uh, Ephesians, the second chapter. Second Corinthians, Galatians, and then Ephesians, the second chapter. Praise God. Ephesians, the second chapter, 13th verse. When you get it, say amen. amen. Said, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. You ain't off, you nigh. You nigh unto God. For he is our peace who hath made both one and has done what? Broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Ain't nothing between you and God. There's nothing that stands between you and God. See, he said, having abolished in his flesh, goes on to say, make one new man, 16th verse, that you might be reconciled both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity therein. Amen. And came and preached unto you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh, that means us and the Jews, for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now therefore, you're no more a stranger and foreigner, foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. God done moved into his new house. God done moved into his new house today. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 The middle wall, everything that separated you from God has been broken down. Ain't nothing separates you now. And he goes on to say, nothing can separate you from the love of God. You know what love will do? Love will get you healed. A friend of mine called me this week in Ohio, and he said, I've had a growth in my mouth for over a year, and said it keeps getting bigger and bigger, and said about three weeks ago it started hurting me real bad. And so I asked the Lord what to do about it, and I, 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 I got a doctor's appointment. And said, I had that tape on in, in, in there you was preaching on about the love of God. Well, do you know what? The love of God will get you healed. He is, just before he got to the doctor's office, that thing just disappeared just like that. How come? How come? Because God's in love. Love will get you healed. God sent his only begotten son to the cross. Why? For God so loved, for God so in love. Who with? The world. You know he was in Christ. He's done restored the world to favor. They don't know it because we don't even know we've been restored to favor. Most Christians think they're some kind of an old sinner saved by grace. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 So praise God. Jesus went through death. He broke down all the middle wall of petitions between us. In other words, he's writing this, explaining what happened in the old covenant. The high priest would go in and there was a, 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 the place where they could worship, but there was a curtain that separated Almighty God's presence where the Ark of the Covenant was and them out there. And no one could go in there except the high priest. And he couldn't do it but once a year. 
And they tied a, a rope on his leg in case he went in, wasn't worthy, wasn't righteous, wasn't holy. He got something wrong in his life, he'd fall dead. They'd have to drag him out. Well, bless God, Jesus broke down the middle wall of petition. That, that veil of the temple was rent from top to bottom. Bless God. And God moved out of his old house, bless God, and moved into his new house. Praise God. You're now the house of God. You are the habitation of God. You're the place where God himself lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Psalms 145, it said, the Lord is gracious. One translation said, the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and great in love and kindness. He's great. What's your God like? What is God like? He's gracious. That word gracious meant to dispose, to show favors. Amen. What's his disposition? Well, you better watch today. He woke up on the wrong side of the bed. No, I'm going to expose him right now. He's in love. I'm just going to expose him. He's just love. He loves you. It ain't nothing you can do about it. I don't care what you do. He ain't going to fall out of love. Amen? You know what the judgment seat of Christ is? It's the judgment seat of love. The judgment seat of love. Amen. Say, we're not going to be judged. He's already judged you. You've come to the spirits of just men made perfect by Almighty God. He's done made you what He wants you to be. I mean, He could not put any more love towards you. He said, while you was yet a sinner, I sent my only begotten Son that through Him the whole world might be saved. How come? Because I'm so in love. God so loved. God so in love. <laughs> Hallelujah. Someone ought to say amen or owe me or something. In Micah 7, 8, he said, he that, delight, he that delighteth in mercy, said our God delights in mercy and showing compassion and love. He delights in. Do you know Psalms 102? 103, 2 and 3 said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. You know, God's got benefits. He didn't say, Now listen, this is a bonus. Now if you do right and you don't do this and you don't do that, you'll, you qualify. No, here's some benefits. Old covenant. Forgetting all, that, all his benefits, who forgiveth all your iniquities, healeth all your diseases, renews your strength like the eagle. Amen? Praise God. You know, people run around want to know what God... Well, you never know what... Yeah, that's what he sent his Bible for. It's where you know his will. You know, there was a leper came to Jesus one time and said, Lord, if it be your will, you can heal me. I like one translation. Philip's translation. You know what Jesus asked him? He said, well, of course I want to. I mean, he's love in action. I mean, he came... Jesus said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In other words, better translation said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was a revealer of God. It'd be times Jesus, whole crowds would get healed, and said he had compassion on them and healed their sick. 
You know what compassion is? That's something coming out of your heart. Something down in the midst of you, bless God, that wants some heal so bad that it goes, comes up out of you and flows. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, back one, one book to Galatians, the fifth chapter. Galatians, the fifth chapter. Hallelujah. Fifth chapter and the fourth verse. Hallelujah. He said, Christ is become of no effect unto you. How come? Whosoever you are that just are justified by the law. Law means, bless God, you trying to please God. You trying to do something to earn God's favor. You know, even you paying your tithe don't, don't, don't earn you favor with God. Whether you do or don't, God loves you. Are you listening to me? Someone said, well, don't the Bible say that? The Bible says a lot of things. I don't know many people that keep everything the Bible says. God's got one law in this thing for the new covenant. Love your neighbor as yourself. You know, you love your neighbor, you ain't going to talk about them. Love your neighbor, you're not going to steal from them. See, all the, he said all the law is fulfilled in one word. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Even as I have loved you. He said, by this, everybody's going to know you, my disciple. How come? Cause of miracles? Blind eyes open? No, because they love. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. So he said, Christ has become of no effect. Whosoever you are, justified by the law, you're fallen from grace. What's grace? Grace is God's unconditional love with no strings attached. He ain't waiting till you make a mistake and pull your string. There is no condition in His love. You cannot qualify for God's love by anything you do. Well, Brother Sullivan, I'm trying to live right and I'm trying to be pleasing to God. Well, that's all right. You're supposed to. That's fine. I'm not saying you're not supposed to. I'm not saying just do anything you want to. No, bless God. The grace of God's God's ability to you to live above sin. Sin will make you a coward. Sin will make you slip around the back door of heaven looking for a handout instead of coming boldly to the throne of Almighty God and obtaining. Amen? Why don't God want you to sin? Because it ain't good for you. It'll be something on the back burner. If you got something in your life that ain't right, you won't believe God right. If you got something on the back burner where you've sinned or done something wrong, bless God, that's why he said, when you do something wrong, don't lie about it. Confess it and press on towards the mark. Confess your faults. He's faithful and just to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Don't lie about it. Don't put it off. As soon as something happens, run to God with it right then and he'll annihilate that. See, he wants you to get your thinking right. God's in love with me. God's quick to forgive me. See, what was that translation I, I read over there? The Lord is gracious, merciful, slow to anger, and great love and kindness. Well, now God's going to get you for that. How many of you ever heard that kind of stuff? See, God ain't going to get you for nothing. He's done put everything against. 
See, there's no separation from you right now. He's the vine and you are the branch. How'd that make? Jesus Christ broke down the middle wall. Ain't nothing. Nothing can separate you from the love of God, man. Look what that'll do to your faith. See, we taught faith and then we taught love. We ought to taught love and then taught faith. Your faith's got to be in how much God loves you. Fifth verse there said, For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of the righteousness by faith. For in Jesus Christ, nothing. This don't make no difference if you circumcised or not. Whether you was in the old covenant or not. Circumcision, which availeth anything, nor uncircumcision. What makes a difference? Faith, which worketh by love. Your faith's got to be in, in how much God loves you. Praise God. It's got to be in the grace of God. How much He loves you unconditionally. How much He loves No conditions in it. See, we, we get in our head, God ain't pleased with you when you fail. Well, He's not pleased with you. He, he ain't jumping up and down and said, Oh my God, look at them folks. Look at that. Man, they stealing, cheating. Now look at that one. He's committing adultery. I'm so proud of it. No, God's not like that. See, He gave you the grace of God, which is your no-fault clause, that nothing can be laid to the sin or, or, or to, you, to God's elect. What's laid to you? The love of God. See, if you know that, you'll run to God and confess it and head on, press on towards the mark. Instead of always, Paul said, I forget those things which are behind. What was behind? He was killing everybody, feeding them to the lions. I read over in 2 Corinthians when I first got saved. Paul said, I have wronged no man. I went to my preacher. I said, look here. This fellow wrote half the Bible's a liar. He is throwing them to the uh, uh, lines. He is throwing them in jail. And then talking about he hadn't wronged nobody. He said, well, he's talking about the new birth. You know, the new birth, you that's been born again, ain't never been connected to sin. You ain't never been connected to anything but, but God. He's the vine, you are the branch. You're now greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Praise God. So he said, this faith that worketh by how much God loves you. You got to understand that. Not that I love God, but how much he loved me. Amen. See, love expresses, this love we're talking about, it's the word agape. It expresses God's unconditional love while we was yet unworthy. See, while we was yet unworthy, now he's made you worthy. Amen. Now you worthy. You worthy of his love. How come? God proved it. He hung his only son on the cross. Because of the cross of Jesus Christ, it annihilated everything between you and God. Ain't nothing between y'all. Nothing. Said nothing can separate you. I looked it up. I looked it up. I want to know what that nothing all that included. And it didn't have but one definition out there. Nothing. Well, what's separating me from God? Nothing. Well, I hadn't been living right. Well, start living right. See, living right, if you live right, wrong, whatever you do, you cannot separate you from the love of Almighty God. Now, what will it do? It'll keep you from believing God, right? You'll know something's on the back burner. 
that you hadn't handled. Praise God, praise God. So the judgment seat of Christ is the judgment seat of love. When you walk before him, he's going to say, let me see over here what the, let me get your account. There it is. Your name's written in the Lamb's book of life. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Come in, receive your rewards. Come get you a crown of righteousness. Bless God, Jesus has made you holy. Jesus has made you sanctified. You're just as justified and righteous as our God is. How many of you know God gave you his righteousness? Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. 2 Corinthians 5. Look in the 14th verse. Hallelujah. 14th verse said, for the love of Christ constrains us. Well, we don't talk like that. That's why I read out of different translations. Love of Christ constrains us. Because we thus judge, if one died for all, then we're all dead. Hallelujah. Praise God. In other words, your old man, the old man connected to sin, died with Christ. Something's constraining me. Now, let me read you out of another translation to Beck said, the love of Christ lays hold on me. Something got a hold on me. What is it? See, the love of God ought to get a hold on you. You know what you can do? You can love that old reprobate heathen uncle you got. You can love someone that's making 10 million mistakes a day and you can say, I don't care. I got something on the inside of me, the love of God. And God said, everybody's gonna know I'm a disciple because I love. Amen. Hallelujah. Now listen to him. Beck said, for the love of Christ lays hold on us. Moffat said, for I am controlled by the love of Christ. Now Barclay, now listen to what he, his translation said. There is no escape from the love of Christ. Ain't nothing, you, you can't outrun the love of God. Do you know you can't outrun the word of God? You can't outrun it. Hallelujah. Man, before I got saved, I was on a running drunk. I'd been on one two months, day and night. Been on one 20 years, but bless God, I'm talking about day and night. You know, knock on folks' door at two or three o'clock in the morning, think everybody want to see you. Call folks all hours of the night. I used to call a preacher. I'm about ready to get saved. He said, well, I'll be right over two o'clock in the morning. He'd get over there and I said, well, done changed my mind. You want a little drink? Something constrained. Now listen to this, man. I don't know how good this is. There's no escape from the love of Christ. You can't escape it. You can't escape it. What's the proof of He died for you? He took the responsibility of everything you ever done. Bless God, and He paid for it. Broke down the middle wall between you and God, and now there's no nothing between y'all. Nothing can separate me from the one who set his love on me. Hallelujah. Has something got a hold on you? Has the love of God? Fenton said, for the love of Christ sustains us. See, in them tough times, in them tough times when it looks like it's not going to work, when it looks like it ain't no way to get out of this deal, when it looks like no way possible 
for me to get, get to the other side, I got the love of God. Something's sustaining me. I'm on the wings of love. Hallelujah. I'm not trying to get God to love me no kind of way. God's already loved me. He's already proved his love to me. Praise God. Let me read that one more. There's no escape from the love of Christ. You ain't going to break out. There ain't no way you can get out of it. Well, I ain't trying to get out of it. Well, most folks don't even think like that. He said the love of God constrains. Something's got a hold on me. Something's got a hold on me. What's got you, Paul? The love of Christ. You can't escape it. I mean, he so loved the world. He was personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the whole world to favor with himself. Not counting up their sins, but restoring them to favor. What if you knew you was a favorite with somebody? Huh? Huh? That's the love of Almighty God. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to uh, Ephesians, the third chapter. Ephesians, the third chapter, the 17th verse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, I'm fixing to expose God. I'm going to tell it on Him. Hallelujah. I may put, hire me a piece and put it in the in, inquire. You know, every time you turn TV on here lately, uh, uh, I don't even know who she is. Brittany, somebody. Spears or Houston or something. I don't know. Every time you look over, they're exposing something she's done. Well, I don't care what she's done. I don't care. No, I don't even know who she is. I think she's an actor. She may dance or something. I don't know. They always talking about what she's done. She's trying to, trying to go visit her kids the other day. I mean, they had 19 cameras on. They expose everything about her. We got her. We got her. We got her. You hear them folks on TV, them Democrats, they trying to expose one another. Expose one another. Amen. Well, I come to expose God. He's in love. I'm going to tell it on him. I'm going to tell everything about him. I know everything. You, I done found out in his word of God that he can't help it. He said, yet ain't no way you can escape this. I'm in love. Amen. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Well, I don't have to accept it. Yeah, I don't care whether you accept it or not. That ain't going to change God. Well, I don't feel like I'm worthy. I don't care if you feel like you're the worst fellow in the world. That's the way most folks think. And we in the faith movement, Pentecostal movement, bless God, we point a finger at them every time they do something wrong. We got your number. You know, God's going to get you. You better get down and repent before, oh my God, man. Yeah, you ought to repent. But let me tell you something. The goodness of God brings repentance. Not your judgmental finger. Anybody out there today? Hallelujah. That's why he said, judge no man. Because the same judgment you judge will come back on you. Said you guilty the same thing. Amen. Now listen to him. Ephesians 3, 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts. That's your innermost being. That's the closest thing that you can go. See, he wants to dwell in your heart by faith. How? That you being rooted and grounded in love. Rooted and grounded in how much He loves you. That your roots go down into love. 
When the trouble comes, bless God, I got the love of God backing me up. I got some. Uh, uh, I'm telling you right now, this word of God's done. This is God's inquiry right here. I got it. I'm going to tell it on him. I'm going to expose it. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell it. I ain't going to shut up about it. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of times, you know, uh, uh, I, feel, I see folks, movie stars or something, don't want it told on and pay them off. God can't pay me off, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. I got your number, God. I know what you done done. I know how much you love me. My God, to send Jesus to the cross and pay for everything, my sin, my sick. You know the benefits? He forgiveth all your iniquities and heal all your diseases. Lord, I know you can heal me if you want to. Jesus answered that, that, that leper said, my God, I want to. How come you want to? Because I love you. You know, Jesus stretched forth his hand and put it on that leper. Ain't many folks touch lepers. Amen? It's like touching folks with the AIDS. Oh boy, come to church here one time and AIDS first started breaking out around him. And I said, would you go up there and see this fellow for me and pray for him? He went up there and they had duct tape around the door and everything else. They wouldn't let nobody in. I said, what'd you do? He said, I went around to the side and went in. said, he is up in the bed. and said, I laid hands on him and prayed for him. He said, what was wrong with him? I said, he had AIDS. He, got out. he wanted to get him some soap. He wanted to get anything, man, Purex, anything. He said, you ought not have done me like that. I said, you wouldn't have went and prayed for him if you knew what was wrong with him. See, God ain't scared of AIDS and I ain't either. We was preaching in Wade Prison down here and the guard come told me one night. He said, you got nine queers in your meeting tonight. I said, I thought I had 10 including you. Yeah, gonna belittle somebody, belittle some. Do you know we got five with AIDS healed of AIDS, HIV, full blown AIDS healed in the prison down there. Amen. Chaplain was Baptist. He didn't know what to think. Amen. Well, I can tell you what. God's in love. I can't help it. I can't help it. It ain't nothing I've done. It ain't nothing you've done. He's just in love. There is no escape from the love of Christ. Now listen to him. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what's the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Pass what you can think. Why? That you might be filled with all the fullness of God. All the love of God. You know what a Christian is? That's a man with integrity full of the power of Almighty God. A man full of the love of Almighty God and knows how to express it. Praise God. Hallelujah. God was in Christ restoring the world to favor with himself. When I was out in Alabama, me and, me and Brian, Monday and Tuesday, was preaching at a church out there. Fellow, we was in Tuscaloosa and a pastor brought a woman from Birmingham who had a mastectomy. 
And they told her, well, we hate to tell you, but we didn't get it all. Now she doesn't, she doesn't have any breast. And they didn't get it all. Now you feel bad enough as it is. Now you find out they, and so she had been to a, a so-called faith church and supposed to know some things, been there, you know. But anyway, when I came to her in line, I said, what can I help you with, dear sister? She said, well, I'm healed. See, a lot of people call denying sickness faith. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. You know what denying sickness is? That's a lie. Do you know that? I said, what can I do for you? She said, well, I'm healed. I said, well, what are you in the prayer line for? She said, what? She said, well, well, I'm believing God for a manifestation. See, people that's not taught, see, now how are you going to help her? I got to figure out a way to extend and show her how much God loves her. Now I told her, I said, now just forget that. Just forget all that. Forget all that. You ain't got this and you all this and all that and manifestation. I said, now the, see, people don't know that. You know the word of God, your manifestation. He that believeth hath. You got it now. You know what a manifestation is? That's the end result. You want end result. One with this, your blood touched him of Jesus' garment. And she felt. Why do you want to get healed? Where you can feel good. Where you can feel. Now what are you going to do with her? Now she thinks she's in faith. No, she's in fear. Well, I, well, I, I, I believe I'm healed. I'm healed. You healed? Well, what? What you in the prayer line for? What you want me to do? Huh? Well, well, said I, I'm believing God for a manifestation. I said, sugar, just forget all that. Forget all that. Let God heal you right now. Just let him heal you. That's all. You don't have to worry about it. God's in love. Well, and she's thinking in her head, reckon I got enough faith to be healed. I said, you got enough faith? If you ain't, I got plenty for both of us. We got plenty. We ain't worried about the faith then, do we? Hallelujah. See, when you know how much God loves you, you don't have no problem receiving. It's when you think God's not pleased with you. That was Monday night. Anyway, she went back to the doctor uh, Friday. Pastor out there in Birmingham called and said she went back to the doctor and they can't find a trace of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you say Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Like she let. Listen to one of them tape. Listen to tape. Love of God. 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 Hallelujah. I've been on the love of God for five weeks and I'm going to stay on it some more. I like it. Amen. We need to be rooted and grounded in how much he loves you. We need to have our roots down in him. Why? That we can be filled with all the fullness of God. By this, all men's going to know you my disciple. What? Because you love one another. Because you love folks. You don't take no account of suffered wrong. Amen. I know one time my oldest boy was going with this girl and her mother had leukemia. And so he told me, he asked me, would, would we go over there and see her? Yeah. I went over there. Now she had leukemia and she didn't weigh enough. How many of you ever seen a sick chicken? Ain't nothing but feathers. Well, that's the way she felt. I pick her up by her shirt right there. I pick her up with two fingers. I mean, she looked like she was a pretty good size. 
She didn't weigh nothing. She was just a hull. And the compassion of God came. And when it came, this woman took her in her arms and held her in her arms. Bless God. Bam, she was instantly healed. The compassion of God, the love of God that's in you, the love that is God himself flowed out of her and she is instantly healed. Now that's been 25 years ago and she's still healed. Amen. Praise God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. You know, in Colossians, the third chapter. Turn over there, Colossians, the third chapter. We almost there. Colossians, the third chapter, look in the 12th verse. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved. Put something on. You holy and beloved. Bowels of mercy, kindness. Hallelujah. You know what beloved means? That means one that's greatly loved. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to put the news out on him. I'm going to tell folks about it. News is out. God's in love. Hallelujah. Beloved. Praise God. 13th verse, forbearing one another, forgiving one another, even if any man have, have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave, do, do also ye too. See, we're to walk in love. How come? Because love lives in us. Love wants to express itself through us. You know, out our mouth ought to come the love of Almighty God. Amen. God wants it known. He said he's given us a message. See, he said we're ambassadors and he gave you a, a commission. Go tell folks that I was in Christ reconciling and restoring the world a favor. They ain't never heard it. They think God's mad at them. People put little crosses in, in, in church's yard and every little girl's ever made a mistake, had an abortion or something like that, look at those abortions. And I seen them have little, little, little dolls hanging by their neck on them crosses. Amen. I come by one one day, I started just take my truck and just run over every one of them in the thing. Amen. That's a terrible thing that someone thinks God's against them because they made a mistake. You don't think that's the worst mistake in the world, do you? The worst mistake in the world is not receiving the love of God, not receiving Jesus as your personal Savior. Hallelujah. I'm not against little girls that made a mistake. No, I'm not for them. I personally, I don't believe in abortion. I personally don't, but I believe in them kids that made a mistake. I believe God will restore them How's he going to restore them? Because you can't escape the love of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 13, 8 said, Charity never fails. Agape. Amplified said, Love never comes to an end. How come? I'm going to just tell you, God's in love. Amen. Bless God. Bless God. I'm just going to expose it. I'm just going to tell on him. Amen. I'm going to tell it. Mm-hmm. Lord, I'm going to tell it on you. You're in love with them heathens. He didn't say God loved us good Christians. He said God loved the world, all of them. 
You know, He loves you. He's got so much love. He loves them heathens just as much as He loves you. Amen? How come, how come they don't get saved? They don't know He loves them. They still, they still drinking wine, clowning, think, man, I can have a better time getting drunk than I can serving God. You know why? Because Christians poor mouthing, bad mouthing. Well, you know, us Christians have to go through things. Well, let's go on. Just get on down the road. Hallelujah. Well, say this out loud. God's in love. love. I've exposed God. God. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Night's.